Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Locked on Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman, here to wrap up the week on a Friday. Uh, I am rolling by myself today. It's going to be a bit of a shorter podcast because, uh, you know, from next week, uh, it's on. It is all on from next week. We are less than a week away from the NBA draft and, of course, a week away from free agency starting as well. So, uh, listen, we'll take the opportunity to take a little bit of a deep breath here. I do want to talk and and listen. I always say this. You can accuse me of being biased if you want, but look, Patty Mills, I didn't make the rumor up. You can say that I made the rumor up, but I didn't. Patty Mills, uh, from our friend uh, Kevin O'Connor over at The Ringer, has been linked to the Bucks. Yes, that did bring a smile to my face. I'm going to discuss Patty Mills in a little bit here. Uh, we will also go through, again, just quickly looking at some updates with what some other teams are potentially looking to do uh, in this transaction period, this transaction frenzy that is really going to happen here, particularly with the Boston Celtics. And then we'll just touch on some Russell Westbrook stuff as well. And if there are any comments that you guys have put through on the Locked On Bucks account, uh, I will read through those as well. Remember, at Locked On Bucks, you can get us anytime. Me, at Kane Pittman. Uh, you can find my work, obviously, on this podcast on a daily basis, but also uh, you can find my writing over at ESPN and NBA.com as well. Now, before we dive into Patty Mills here, it was an anniversary yesterday, I believe I saw it, or I guess it's still today while I'm recording, but yesterday of the Mo Williams shot against Indiana. And I've spoke about this game on the podcast a lot. Just an incredible comeback. I remember listening to the game on audio league pass here in Australia. Uh, it was incredible. Uh, one of my favorite Bucks games of all time. The Bucks were down about 12 or 13 points with only a few minutes left. They made a furious rally. And Mo Williams who, by the way, also on this podcast, that technically makes him a friend of the podcast. Uh, He came on uh, during the NBA season hiatus. But uh, what memories? Bradley Center memories, huh? Shout out to our friend, uh, Bart Winkler. But yeah, it's always fun when you see that game come up and some of the players that are in that game, Michael Redd, TJ Ford, uh, incredible. Andrew Bogut, young Andrew Bogut in that team as well. But uh, speaking of Bogut, I always say this, the Bucks and Australia are linked together. They need to be together. The Bucks need to have an Australian on the team. They need to get that flag up in the practice facility. And no, I'm not talking about the mini flag that they put up for me in the media room, the big one. They've got to get it out there. Obviously, Bogut and Daly and Thon Maker uh, over the years have played for the Bucks. And Patty Mills is a player that I, I do know for a fact that the Bucks have shown interest in him uh, previously, and I don't think it was too widely reported, but the Bucks have looked to acquire Patty Mills in the past. And I was kind of joking when I said this, but the Popovich 
Boonholzer connection, I think is real. I mean, I think if there was, uh, the Spurs are going to take whatever value they would get back in a trade. There's no doubt about that, first of all. But uh, clearly, uh, Paddy Mills has been a favorite of Greg Popovich for a long time. And if there was an opportunity for him to uh, come to Milwaukee in a deal that made sense for the Spurs, then I, I think that those two franchises would, would work together on that. I, I don't really have a doubt about that. Uh, as far as the rumor that came through from Kevin O'Connor, so this was a part of his latest uh, mock draft over at, at the ringer there, and he did say this. So he said, the Spurs are up to something. League sources say their shopping point guard, Patty Mills, with teams such as the Bucks and Sixers expressing interest there. So Patty Mills' uh, average salary of $12 million, uh, they would need to cover that salary, which for next season is actually 13.2. I've just pulled it up on SpotTrack here. $13.2 million, and then he is a expiring contract at the end of next season. So uh, how you would put that deal together, I'm not 100% sure because I think what we look at with the Bucks point guard situation is obviously Eric Bledsoe and George Hill doesn't really make sense to bring Patty Mills in as a starter. He's never really played that role across the entirety of his career. Uh, and clearly, he's been a solid player and a guy that's played fourth quarter minutes and clutch minutes for the Spurs over the, the course of his career. But he's played 671 regular season games and only 56 starts. So I don't, I don't think he's coming here to be a starter. So you have to ask yourself, well, what kind of salaries are going the way of San Antonio to make this match and I, I think it's that's where it becomes really interesting who would the Spurs value would they value a player like a DJ Wilson we know the Spurs have a bunch of young guards but would they like an athletic uh, defensive capable big man a four like a DJ Wilson it, it could be an attractive option to them I don't think the price for Patty Mills is going to be sky high I do think that the uh, the Sixers would could potentially put together a, a better deal than the Bucks but we'll just wait and see on this one as far as what Patty Mills can bring to this team uh, last year averaged 11.6 points per game uh, across 22 minutes shooting splits of 43 38 and uh, free throw percentage here, 86. According to Cleaning the Glass, this is what I really love. Paddy Mills is a fantastic uh, pick-and-roll point guard. We know he can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot on the catch. He shoots on the move. Uh, we saw it against the Bucks last year. In fact, Paddy Mills uh, had put in a really, really big performance to sink the Bucks in San Antonio. But he's a 67% finisher at the rim. Mid-range, we know he's deadly, 44%. And as I said, 38% from three on the season. So, look, he, he is getting old. He's 32 years uh, right now and you know defensively the question marks are always going to be there the efforts there he's Australian we know with the Aussie players they scrap and particularly defensively so the effort's going to be there he would give you a an option in a fourth quarter lineup to be able to give him the ball and he can create a shot he can run in the pick and roll he, as a ball handler you could put him in a pick and roll with Giannis Paddy Mills uh, gets you one point per possession uh, 1.0 points per possession uh, as a pick-and-roll ball handler last year, which is a, a pretty decent number. It's better than Bledsoe. It's better than Chris Milton. Uh, Chris Paul, for instance, last year was 1.08 points per possession. So, again, we've spoke about potential guys that the Bucks uh, could acquire, and we've done this over the course of the last couple of weeks. 
I, you know, if I take off my very obvious Australian biased hat, do I think that Paddy Mills is the, the sexiest move of all time? Of course not. Do I think that he's going to be a guy that's going to move in and win you a championship? No, I, I don't. And, and I don't think anyone should be under that illusion. But depending on what you gave away, uh, Paddy Mills would be a, a fantastic option to bring into this team. And again, give them a scoring punch off the bench that they simply just haven't had. And, and we've spoke about this uh, for a long time with the Bucks. They just have not had that scorer off the bench uh, that, can, that can provide them that 10 to 15 points per night on any given night, potentially get you 20 if they are shooting the ball well. So uh, this is just, just something to watch, something to watch here. Again, it's not a Drew Holiday. It's not a Chris Paul. It's not a Bogdan Bogdanovich but it would be an addition that you know, could potentially make the team better uh, depending on what the cost was there for Patty Mills. So let us know what you think. Are you as excited as uh, this biased Australian with Patty Mills? Uh, hit us up at Locked On Bucks. Uh, I do want to tell you guys about the Locked On NBA mock draft. The NBA draft is days away and Locked On NBA Podcast Network is mock drafting every first round pick uh, I took my pick in there. You can find out who I took if you listen to the show. Listen to the Locked On NBA podcast every day leading up to the draft to hear projections of each pick and expert analysis from Chad Ford, the Athletics' John Hollinger, and Sports Illustrated's Jeremy Wu. Check the feed to catch up on past shows and don't miss a pick. Subscribe to Locked On NBA today wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're listening to the podcast, you should try the best tasty and protein bar that has ever been made. And that, of course, is Built Bar. The new and improved Built Bar is back and better than ever with 18 amazing flavors, six brand new flavors they've got there. They've got the cookies and cream, the caramel brownie, and the carrot cake among those. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are great for the health-conscious guy. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. So one of the, the big talking points and the big things to keep an eye on that I'm going to continuously continue to uh, remind everyone of is not just watching what the Bucks do, but watching what their rivals do over the next few weeks. Now, uh, we spoke about the surprise we had that the Bucks were actually a betting favorites to get out of the East. I, I don't really see that. I'm not sure why that's the case at this point based on what we know uh, about this team and what we've seen. And before we know whether they're going to make any great additions, uh, Kevin O'Connor, again, he's just bringing the news. He's bringing the heat uh, here today. But uh, he tweeted, the Celtics have emerged as a potential destination for Pelicans guard Drew Holiday. Boston could package uh, its three first, 14, 26, and 30, to move into the lottery and flip the pick to New Orleans. More details and rumors in my latest mock draft there. So you can check that out. Uh, over at the ringer, of course. And this is really fascinating. Uh, and the funny thing about this, that pick 30 uh, actually was the Bucks' first round pick. Now, that was given away as a part of the Eric Bledsoe trade going back a few years ago here and then ended up in Boston uh, as Aaron Baines uh, went over to Phoenix. I don't know why we keep talking about Australians on this podcast, but the, the links are there. All the links are there. So uh, a 30th pick that used to uh, that would have gone to the Bucks, obviously given away in the Bledsoe trade here. So that's a pretty nice draft hand to have. 
14, 26, and 30 uh, for the Celtics here. And there's no real need for Boston to use those picks. You certainly uh, believe that that this would be a move that they would make to try and move up in the draft to either get a star at their own or use that pick uh, to try and get an upgrade. Drew Holiday clearly would be a, a big upgrade over Kemba Walker in Boston, particularly defensively. You think about the lineups that they could throw out there with a, uh, a Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. It's a pretty fearful uh, four players there. And the other rumor that's been spoken about is Gordon Hayward, who we don't know if he's going to take that player option as uh, roughly around the $30 million mark. Uh, we know that Gordon Haywood has had uh, some issues over the years with injuries. So uh, there is a chance that even if he opted in, uh, they might be able to move Gordon Haywood to another team. Now, one of the teams that's been rumored in a potential trade scenario there is Indiana and Miles Turner. I think we know the Pacers are going to look to split up Miles Turner and uh, Sabonis. It's just a weird fit, and Miles Turner's turned into this uh, weird perimeter shooting, jacking up threes, strange player. When a couple of years ago, I think everyone really had high hopes that he was going to be a breakout star in the league. So, again, to me, he's a candidate for a guy that in a different situation could really thrive. We spoke all season last year that the Celtics lacked size. Daniel Tice did a fantastic job, and often. He was in mismatches and often he was outmatched and oversized, but he did a fantastic job and he approved. But if the Celtics are able to add Miles Turner now, and again, you think about this starting lineup, Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Miles Turner, it's a pretty damn good uh, starting five and, and you know, relatively young. I know Drew Holiday is getting on there a little bit, but that's a starting five for the future as well. So the Celtics are certainly a team to watch as far as the Bucks next season. The other team to watch, again, we mentioned it yesterday, uh, the Houston Rockets. Uh, I know I mentioned Robert Covington and PJ Tucker as potential guys to look at from a Bucks perspective, but certainly all eyes are on Russell Westbrook. All eyes are on James Harden. What are Houston going to do with these two guys? As expected to me, the market for Westbrook has not been great. I spoke about it. Owed $47 million in 2023 season. He'll be 35 by that point. It's quite remarkable. So teams have to be willing to accept that this is going to be a significant anchor on their salary cap moving forward, which is why I do believe that the only teams that might have interest in Russell Westbrook are lower-ranked teams that are potentially in a small market that just want a star name. That's why I'm not surprised that Charlotte has uh, emerged as a potential suitor for Russell Westbrook. They've obviously got an early pick in the draft, but he would be a star unlike uh, what the Hornets have had for, uh, I don't know, I mean, a long, long, long time. I mean, obviously, Kimber Walker was there, but Westbrook being an MVP, it wouldn't be enough to make Charlotte relevant for mine. They'll probably win a few more games there, no doubt. Westbrook would put up monster numbers. I have no doubt about that, but just not shocked that the contender isn't coming for Russell Westbrook. Uh, The big fear, as we spoke about, certainly Harden making his way to the Eastern Conference and perhaps in particular 
to the Philadelphia 76ers. So just going to keep an eye on the Rockets. Got to see what's going on there. Uh, we know here in a couple of days, the trades are going to be open. So I, I think things are going to get pretty wild. I think things are going to get crazy. Certainly over this weekend, who knows? We might get some news. So I do want to uh, make it clear that throughout this, if anything crazy happens in relation to the Bucks over the weekend, I'll jump straight on a pod and I will podcast and we will get the news out and we will... Uh, recap anything that happens in regards to the Milwaukee Bucks because clearly uh, we've said it. This is a monster, monster offseason for the franchise. Uh, everyone uh, wants to see them uh, make the moves that are going to push them uh, to the next level, but uh, we don't really know. We're just waiting to see uh, what happens here. So uh, I am going to leave it there for today. I, I did mention it was going to be a bit of a shorter podcast uh, I said yesterday, I don't know if I can call it a calm before the storm, but it is certainly something of that nature. Uh, next week, I expect to be uh, pretty hectic with the show. Uh, we'll have guests throughout the week that will jump on. Uh, guests from other teams, if anything crazy happens, certainly post-draft reaction depending on what the Bucks do as well. Uh, like I always said, hit me up. At Kane Pittman on Twitter, at Locked on Bucks on Twitter or LockedOnBucks at gmail.com. And I will read out your quotes, comments, questions, queries, whatever it may be. Uh, But for now, uh, particularly those in the US and particularly those in Wisconsin, stay safe over there, guys. And uh, I will catch up with you all next week.